elkaar, ja. Hallo, hallo, Hey, I hope you're enjoying today. Boy, the last couple of days have been a scorcher. Hopefully you have been mindful of not walking your dogs on any tar whatsoever. Not even in the early mornings or the uh, the, the evenings. You've got to put that hand down, put your hand or barefoot, count to 10 slowly. And if you can keep your hand or the pet, uh, foot there, then your dog can walk on it. If your dog is out walking with you and then all of a sudden they're starting to slow down and the tongue's getting lower and the head's getting lower, stop. Immediately Stop. You bring water for yourself, make sure you bring water for your dog. And if you uh, cool your dog down, remember, put ice on the bottom of the pads of their feet because they sweat through the pads of their feet. That's why they can't walk on hot tires on hot days. It'll put them in a heat stroke. So rub the ice on the bottom of their feet. All right. You got ice in that jug you're carrying. I know you do. So, Carly, how the heck was your week this week? It's good. Um, we right. celebrated my mom retiring. Oh, yay. 34 years. I was just going to say, how many years? 34 years at U.S. Bank. Ooh, ooh so, there you go. Yeah, it was fun. And my um, aunt and uncle uh, surprised us from uh, Colorado. They right. came in. Mm-hmm. And a family friend from Florida came in, too. Wow, that is so, really special. Are they staying now for the week, or what are they doing? Yeah, so my aunt and uncle, they came in... Um, just, I think, a day before the party, so Wednesday, and they'll leave uh, early morning on Tuesday. So. Okay. okay. So they stayed for a little bit, and they were like, you know, we had to, f- we, we felt like we needed to come because our family reunion was, like, canceled due to Stuff. our situation. situation? <laughs> our situation within the All states right. and the world right now. Yeah. Um, so they were like, but we feel like we had to, like, oh, nice. you know, like, my uncle apparently looked at my aunt and said, I need to go home. Good. Like, how special is that? And then the surprise. Yeah. I love surprises. I, yeah. My mom hated them. My mom, I surprised my mom and dad in their, I think it was 25th anniversary. My mom pulled me aside and she says, I love you dearly and I thank you. It was fun, but don't ever, but don't do ever do that again <laughs> in any shape, size or form. Never surprise me again. Right. Guess what? Never did. <laughs> now, personally, I like them. I love giving them. Love giving them. Especially if you could pull it off where the person truly doesn't know. A couple of people I've done things for, they kind of got wind, but it wasn't a for sure thing. But and I was surprised on, and this is the best time to do it too, on my 48th birthday, they did a surprise party and the whole town of Hugo was in on it. And that's when I used to have the um, Hugo Hugodian newspaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here I had uh, half the people I saw there. I had spoken to that day, went and said, you know, see what the ads they wanted for the paper and stuff like that. And they said, I, everybody was so surprised nobody slipped up. Like, see you tonight. You know, like. <laughs> I am notorious for doing stuff like that. So I, yeah, I'm glad a lot of the times, like, the surprises, like, they surprise me too, just because people know. And it's not intentional. It's usually just me, like, being like, Yes. Oh yeah, da, da, da. and then I'm like, oh, oh wait, crap, just uh, no, mind, just kidding. Back up, erase. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I know it, but yeah, it was. So yeah, so this was my birthday weekend. So Thursday yes. was my birthday. Yes, so happy, happy birthday! Thank you. I'm 65, still alive, and I am now officially have gotten a raise without working. I don't no longer have to pay seven hundred a month in health care. Now I just pay Medicare one hundred and forty four dollars. Hey. <laughs> I am so happy. And so my I had some friends come over on Wednesday night. Some come couldn't couldn't make it on Thursday. So we had to get together my friends, uh, <clears throat> about eight of us. 
on Wednesday. Did because you remember Wednesday was pretty chilly, which is excellent. So we got to have a fire. We burned boxes, had some cocktails, laughed. It was just it was a great time. And I'm do, truly humble and how blessed I am with the friends that I have and how just I every every birthday they make me feel like a queen. And and I it just I want to thank you to all my to let's see we got Debbie and City Ann, we got Country Ann, we got Barb. We've got, uh, let's see who else, da, 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 Renee, and we got, um, oh, now I know, oh, I knew I was going to have something to happen. Now, on Thursday, the, then Don, oh, Donna, uh, my friend from up in Forest Lake. And then, uh, now Thursday, uh, evening, my best assistant's friend, uh, Cheryl Bombard, as you, you know, I'm always talking about the Bombards, uh, her and her, her husband, <laughs> Rich, show up, and they got eight pizzas from Wise Guys. And I'm like, well, I'm hungry, but I don't think I'm that hungry. <laughs> As, and then all of a sudden, here comes the parade. The whole Bombard clan come, comes on up. And so the kids played cro- croquet, and we ate pizza, and it was a great time. And they got me, a, 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 I think it's called a tennis bracelet, isn't it? This bracelet that I've gotten, a tennis bracelet. A ru- yeah. Yeah, a ruby. It's uh, very pretty. Yeah, it's a redstoned. Uh, tennis break. We just uh, um, I was blown away. You could have. They said, "Are you gonna cry now?" And I, oh darn near did. <laughs> so yeah, so it's been a whole birthday week. A lot of beer, fun, great friends, and Grandpa Mike and uh, uh, Renee got me some flowers, some uh, white carnations and roses. My all-time favorite is what uh, daisies and red carnations. Daisies and red, red carnations. carnations. Those are my oh. bestest. I love daisies and red carnations. Those are my all time. That's my perfect. And but Renee thought I said white carnations and red roses. <laughs> so well, I, well, I'll take it. Counts, right? I yeah. love it. No, I love it. I love it. So it was pretty good. So yeah. So it's been a great week. And so hopefully you got some. We got uh, Doctor Jessica Levy that's going to be calling in uh, today. So hopefully you got some questions for her. And then of course I'm taking your questions. And one thing that I want to talk about today is that, you know, people are getting kittens, they're getting uh, puppies, you know, what shots did you get, uh, how often, when, you know, make some decisions because you have a puppy or a kitten here that their immune system isn't up and going. And so by, pop, you know, putting all these chemicals on and in them, you know, you might be doing a very huge injustice to that dog or kitten system. So we're going to talk about that. And, uh, and hopefully you got some great questions for me also. Uh, let's see. And then uh, go to mytalk1071.com. Have you submitted your cat video yet? You know, they're not going to have it. You know, it's usually at CHS field. Now they're doing a, a cyber cat video. So now you can sit on the couch and watch it with your kitten or your cat or your, your whoever. So, uh, and like, I think it's Bradley Trainer. one of the ads says, you know, tell me you have not been taking video footage of being that you guys are at home and the cats are at home. Come on. And then the ones that have gotten new cats or new kittens and stuff like that. So you need to submit them. So you want to go to mytalk1071.com and then what is it? Just cat video? Is that what the keyword is? Yeah. Or it might be, hold on. Let me see if I can okay. figure this yeah, out. Yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't pull up the, I didn't pull it up. So anyway. Uh, and then, yeah. Keyword so, cat. Keyword cat. Yes. Okay, so go to mytalk1071.com, keyword cat, and then you'll learn how you can submit your cat video. And then plus, they're, they're giving away $1,000. I don't know how they're doing that. You're going to read about that, you know, on the mytalk1071.com and just enter keyword cat. And then if you want to go to my 
uh, my page. You get my past shows, like the podcast me or whatever, or ask questions. Uh, go to mytalk1071.com and put in keyword KDK9. And that's K dash or just the letter K and the number nine. Okay, so hopefully you got some questions. If you do, give a holler, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. All right. Uh, uh, the, my, my dogs. Uh, they, Dr. Jess is with us right now. Oh, if you want, Yeah, if you want me to pull her up. I don't see her on the line. She's I on. See, I don't see the, the line lit. Well, yeah. she's on. Hi, Dr. Oh. Jess. Oh, hey, Jess. How you doing? Good. Hi. Oh, good, good, good. What are you up to today on this fine day? Are you staying air conditioned? I am. Just oh, hanging good. out. You're just hanging out there, hanging out. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad you because I didn't see it on the board, so I didn't know you were here. So usually the board it shows up on the board. I thought Carly knew. No, no, no. That's good. Yeah, Carly knows. That's what she's good at. That's why she's here. <laughs> uh, anything new in the dog or cat world? Um, I don't think so. It's been oh. nice and hot. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I just told everybody to keep those puppers off the tar. So uh, if you got to walk them, walk them on gravel, grass. Cement doesn't get as hot as tar does, but tar is the worst. So, so Mancho, well, you gotta go, we got to go to uh, trivia here, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to uh, put out the call and have, see if anybody's got questions for you or for me, okay? So hold on. Don't, okay. Don't hang up, all right? That's Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet. She's going to be with us for a while here. So if you've got a question for Dr. Levy, give a holler, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Okay, we're going to uh, do a couple of trivia questions about elephants. I love elephants. And elephants, I'm totally enamored. You know, they carry their kid babies for two years uh, two years. Who would carry a child? I did not for two know that. Years? Yeah. Um, not me. That'd drive me absolutely insane. Okay. First of all, how far can an elephant smell water? How far? What's between where the water is and where the elephant is? How far can they smell it? We'll be right back. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning into the KDK9 show. Greatly appreciate it. Okay. Here we are. An elephant can smell water up to how many? How far away? What do you think there, Carly? Um, um, I went 10 miles. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Jess, do you have any idea? Oh, I was going to say 10 miles, too. Okay. Nah. Oh, dang. An elephant can smell water up to three miles away. Oh. That's still quite a distance to smell water. That is. So. I, but, uh, you know, I was I was guessing that it was, like, abnormally, like, far away okay well that's kind of just because of the like just how long their trunks are you know (laughs) i would i would assume there are more smell smelling nerves within that i don't know well we'll do that it made sense in my head we'll talk about the trunk next question oh okay perfect so do we got a call for me or for dr jess um the first call you can decide um it's Michelle, and she has a dog that's eating toys, but this is like a new behavior that has started, but it happened before, if that made sense. So this dog hasn't been chewing. Has you- not been chewing. Yeah. And did you ask how old the dog was? I did not. Okay. I can, though. Okay. Or I can pull her up. Okay. And Dr. Jess can okay. listen in. Okay. Oh, we pull up the call, Dr. Jess. Hang on, and we'll come back to you, Okay. 
Sure. So much fun here. I know. It's just a lot. <laughs> my computer's right. not working. Okay, go ahead. So here's Michelle. Okay. Hi, Michelle. How you doing? Hi, I'm great. Good. Now, how old's oh, your pupper? I have a, a seven-year-old Golden Pyrenees. Um, he he recently, within the last six months, I do daycare, and he started chewing. Take his environment pretty clean. He gets exercise three times a week, so he's not like he's not exercised. But he is ingesting socks kids toys plastic and then he throws them up like days later well you better yeah you better hope that it doesn't cause a blockage well i know so so i okay what do you feed him he eats a uh costco brand grain it's not grain free but it's uh the only thing that doesn't give him diarrhea like costco um okay okay because when when the dog starts eating like toys, socks, things like that's called pica, okay? That means his stomach is distressed. You need to get him on a really good dog food, and you need to get him on some uh, probiotics, digestive okay. enzymes, which are two different things. And then you need to get him on, um, I would give him extra virgin coconut oil. Okay. And that's one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight, and you build about, it take about two weeks to build into that. Okay. Okay, because he might have some inflammation in his gut. Because oh. usually when the dog starts when the dog starts going off like that, it's usually their food. Do you rotate the food, or have you always been on the same thing? He gets diarrhea really easy, so I've left him on the same food. Okay. It used to rotate, but his stomach doesn't really handle it well. Okay, yeah, and, so the, and that's what happens is that dogs, remember, were put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything. And then right. lucky then, we bring them in the same and feed them the exact same thing for too long, and then their stomach goes in distress, and then that's when okay. people, when, the, when you start getting diarrhea by trying to change the diet, that tells you that the gut system is really in, you know, not good shape. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. And so what you want to do is that I would, um, how many pounds is he? He's 120. 120. Okay. Now, is that a true weight or is, do, would you say he's yes, overweight? That's a true weight. Okay. That's a true weight. Not a guess weight. Okay. What I would do is I would definitely try to get him on some kind of raw, you know, and then also uh, I would go to the Nutrisource line. Okay. And my guess is they that the. Diet? No, no, no. The raw, the raw diet. You can go to like you know Chuck and Don's or uh, pet, okay. pet food, uh, pet supply, pet supply plus. All right, and then anyway, go to the freezer section, and they've got like, uh, um, and then we can call. Uh, we'll call Jess up here because there's another place, a couple places that you can get, and I, can't, I forgot. I think it's raw for paws, if I'm not mistaken, because you're gonna need bulky for that size dog. But anyway, so then go to Nutrisource lines, and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna feed. You know, uh, this year you got to go with baby, baby steps on everything. Okay, just right. a little bit here and there. But now I would switch. My guess is that he's either been on a lamb or a, a chicken from Costco it's, food. It's chicken and rice. Yep. And so what you want to rotate him into is some either beef or turkey. Right. Okay. Rotate them into, and you're gonna do it like maybe uh, a quarter for three, for four or five days. A quarter of the new to three quarters of the old, and then yep. a fifty-fifty. And the doodos will tell you if they start getting a little, you know, a little loose. Bat, slow down, okay. And then, um, and then how much of the raw? Well, the raw there, the, uh, like I said, you can. Um, they, you, when you buy it, it usually tells you how much, and we'll bring Jess up and she can explain too. Okay. Uh, but, but the whole thing is, is to start giving like pinches of that for treats. 
so that he his system starts acclimating to the richness because that's like going from what you're feeding is going to steak and lobster. Okay, right. so that's why the extra version of coconut oil will slow will um will uh, take the inflammation out of his gut. And okay. then, that, and then uh, the the digestive enzymes and the probiotics. I would definitely whatever it says for his body weight for the next uh, three weeks or so. Build up to what it tells you, and then double it. All right, okay. for at least four to five, four to six weeks, double it, and then you can slowly go back to norm. But anyway, can you uh, can you bring in Doctor Jess? Okay, we're gonna put you on hold and bring Doctor Jess. Do we always have a probiotic from now on? Uh, a digestive enzyme for sure. Okay, but it doesn't hurt. You can't go wrong on that by keeping him, you know, like that until he gets better. Because if you said that by changing him and getting other things, he gets the runs, that tells me his gut yeah. system is in in really bad shape. And see, unfortunately, dogs can, when, they're, when they look... When they're looking, when they're eating stuff, they're not supposed to. Socks, toys, uh, bark, licking fences. That tells you that they're missing something in there. That they need some some help. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. So, so I feel terrible, but okay. I will, well, no, I that's okay. Now hold on and let's bring Doctor Jess up. I'll get, give Doctor Jess a, a word on this. Hey, Jess, are you with us? Are you with us, Jess? I am. All right. Did you hear the conversation about this great Pyrenees mix? I did. Okay, and so now we give them some raw, give them some probiotics, digestive enzymes. Okay, now what is that other place that you can, is it raw for paws? Um, there are some bulk suppliers. So okay. one is, what? Go ahead. The bulk suppliers, go ahead. Raw delivery. Raw delivery. Is one. And then the other one is raw, raw, R-A-H-R-A-W. R-A-H. R-A-W. Okay, dot com, right? Yeah, and then of course my office is inside Canine Crossing, which also sells raw food. Okay, so there you go, Canine Crossing. Those are some of that to get bulk for the set. Her dog was 120 pounds, so so get uh-huh. her on some of the raw, get her the digestive enzyme, probiotics, digestive and let's see, and then the extra virgin coconut oil. Do you have anything else that you'd advise because the dog has started eating toys and socks and stuff? Right, so, right. So this dog needs gut healing, right? Which is what you're talking Correct. about. Correct. So the first thing is food, and then. Um, you know, the rest of it is supplements, and what I would use is um, there's a supplement made by Honest Kitchen Okay. that is called Perfect Form. Perfect Form? Okay. And so I use that one often for gut healing. Okay. And what is that? A, is that a, that's a, um, ah, a supplement? Yes. Okay. Gut healing. Yeah, you would buy it in... in like at whatever pet food stores carry it. Okay. So that's by Honest Kitchen. Yeah, it's called, it's called Perfect, Perfect Form. Form. Okay, sounds good. Okay, anything else you suggest to this gal? I think it's a good place to start. The only other thing that I was thinking of is she might want to add food-grade bentonite clay, which is something that you can buy at a health food store. Bentonite? Uh, bentonite. But it has to be food grade. People who use clay for like cosmetic masks, but you want the stuff that you can eat. So there's edible clay, and what it does is it helps collect toxins from your intestines because toxins will stick to clay. Oh my! So it it helps remove them from your body. Oh okay. So it's a, yeah. So you can buy basically edible bentonite clay at health food stores. And a dog that size, you just give a half a teaspoon per day, maybe separate from his meal, but you can use a little bit of food or 
you know, vanilla ice cream, whatever you have to use to get it into okay. the dog. Okay. Um, and then apple cider, apple cider vinegar is sometimes very useful to uh, reduce and soothe the whatever the sensation is in the stomach that makes the dog want to eat things. Okay. So I would also start with, you know, start with half a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, add it to his food or, you know, to a little bit of whatever you're going to give the dog. And now, um, For a half a teaspoon uh, for a 120-pound dog? Right. But I would start with that just to make sure that it's something that he's going to eat. Okay. Right? So just make sure that it's easy to get it into him. Okay. If his body needs apple cider vinegar, it will taste good. And he'll want more of it. Okay. All and right. then, and then, what you could do is you could put out next to his water dish. You could just put out a dish with maybe, um, you know, an eighth of a cup of apple cider vinegar. And if he wants to drink the whole thing, just let him. Oh, and okay. you can do that once or twice a day. Yeah, I know the people are they're going yuck. But remember, we have nine thousand taste buds, and dogs only have seventeen hundred. Okay, hold on to that thought. We got to go to break. We're going to come back. Dog diggity. There we go. There we go. All right. An elephant's trunk has around how many muscles, and then how many liters of water do they drink per day? Okay. Do you have a guesstimate? How many muscles in a trunk of an elephant, and how many liters of water do they drink a day? What do you think there, Carly? Uh, okay, how many muscles? Okay, muscles, I'm going to say, let's just go for 1,500. Why okay. not? Okay. I'm sure it's more. And then how, how many liters? Liters. Liters. Uh, okay, I'm thinking liters. And, Pop, okay. thinking. I know. I'm like. Okay. Okay, um, I want to say that. Um, 50. All right. Okay, Dr. Jess, do you have any idea? Um, I would say 114 muscles Okay. and 250 liters. Well, the liters are really close. It's 200 liters of water per day that they drink. And in the trunk, they have 15,000 muscles in their trunk. 15,000. And 200 liters of water a day they drink. Okay, so I was kind of right. Yes, yep. Yeah, <laughs> you had the 15 part right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, nope, you did. You did good. You did good. Okay, so hopefully you guys. Interesting. Yeah, Michelle uh, got all the information she needed, so hopefully you got her on the, on the right track. And Michelle, if you're still listening, you can either uh, get a hold of Dr. Jess. How can they get a hold of you, Dr. Jess? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. All right. And so that now we were going to talk about a little bit now new kittens. You know, a lot of people are getting new puppies and new kittens, and they're bringing them to the vet. And so uh, now you had a story to share What's, uh, that you shared with me today. Do you want to tell that story again? Yeah, um, I have clients who, um, you know, their neighbors found a little kitty in unfortunate circumstances. And so they were willing to take it in. And um, they brought it to me, and they'd had the little kitten for two days. And, it, you know, so we, I did an exam and it was eating and drinking and, you know, going potty all right. But I think, and, you know, it's maybe about seven weeks old. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, at any regular veterinary clinic, it would have been common practice to also give vaccines at that age. Right. And perhaps a dewormer and perhaps like a topical flea and tick thing. And some of those also work as dewormers. Right. Um, and what I think, too, is that when you've had this puppy or kitten and you've only had it for a couple of days, 
Like very often people will pick up the puppy from the breeder on Friday or Saturday and the breeder says, you know, you need to have it examined by a vet. And Monday morning, here they are in the vet clinic. And when you've only had that pet for a couple of days, you have no idea if it's healthy or not. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I think it's premature in those cases to give any vaccines, use any chemicals. It's just, you ha it might be doing well for a couple of days, but you don't know that it's maybe coming down with something. Correct. Yeah. Or maybe it does have worms mm -hmm. or something like that. And so in my mind, it doesn't really have a clean bill of health good enough for vaccination until you've had that animal for probably at least a couple of weeks. Right. And that gives you enough time to say, um, wow, you know, I'm really having a hard time puppy training this puppy. Maybe there's something, maybe, it's ha maybe it has a UTI, maybe there's something wrong with it. Or this puppy seemed great for the first couple of days, but now it's been vomiting. Or this kitten looked great when I first got it. Now I've had it for five days and it's sneezing like crazy. Uh -huh. So I, I just think that it's worth waiting a little bit before you do anything to them other than have them checked over to make sure that there's no obvious problem. Okay. Um, but I would just caution people against maybe giving vaccines at that first visit, especially when you have not had them for very long. Right. Make sure that, because it says on the label or whatever, the stuff that goes into the, the read handout that comes with vaccines on your end, you know, only administer to a healthy animal. And if you don't know because you just got them, you know, what the stress factors are as far as mental and physical, that like you say, for the first couple of days, they seem normal. And then all of a sudden, they, they're not doing so well. And then, you know, I mean, wait, to, yeah, till they get a, a, they're a typical puppy or kitten and things are going well. And then you got to make the decision on what shots to do and how often right. and such like that. And that's one thing. Right. And, and, even, and even early on, it's kind of like, have you ever taken your pet to a veterinarian and they were sick at home? They were not acting normal. They did not look right. And they go to the vet and they perk up and they're walking around the exam room and they're eating treats. And the vet says, well, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with them. But you know that there's something wrong with them because they were not acting normally at home. It's right. kind of like when you take your car in. Yes. <laughs> car repair. And, you know, they, they drive it for 10 miles and it doesn't make the stupid noise. Yep. And as soon as you pick it up and drive it home. It there. makes the same noise there or the sensor goes off again. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's exactly like that. Adrenaline will compensate for a whole lot of problems. Yeah. And when you first bring that puppy or kitten home, even if they seem happy and they're licking your face and they're playing with the kids, they're in that state of shock, basically. Uh -huh. And they're on that adrenaline high and they're going to come off it at some point. And that's what you're going to see. Like the true picture. Okay. Okay. And so, yep. And then, so, uh, I know sometimes what happens, you know, like when you adopt it from the rescues and that, you know, get them in, I think within a week or two weeks. And there again, like, uh, I know somebody that just got uh, a pup through a rescue that came up from Texas and literally came into Minnesota in the night and the next morning she's picking it up. So that just alone, that travel to get from Texas to here and, the, and so the, I'm worried about, and there again, she was going to bring it into the vet this week, this coming week. And so I just worry because right away they want to start playing. And it's okay to have them checked out, physically listen to their heart, their, their breathing, take their temperature and things right. like that. But uh, what, 
How do you explain to people, though, that are so kind of dronish <laughs> that I just want the exam and I'll come back later for the shots when the vet's saying, oh, no, you're here now, let's do it now? How do you do that? Yeah, you just have to be a, a, an independent thinker. I mean, it's your pet. It's your money. Right. And I think you just have to be very clear and say, I want an exam to make sure they're healthy. I want a poop sample done. And I will come back later for vaccines. Yeah. But I don't want to do that right now. But you have to be very clear about it. Yep. If you just if you just look at the vet with your big brown eyes and you say, do whatever you think needs to be done. They will. Um, yeah, especially in this day and age when you can't usually go in the building with them. Right, right. So, yeah, so, but the, so you got to be specifically clear. If you have to, especially like you say, the way times is right now, is you write it down. I want the heart listened to, the lungs. I want the temperature. I want the poop sample. Yeah. Maybe a urinalysis. So that, and that is it. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not, right. uh, what do you want to call it? Um, I'm not asking for anything else. I'm not uh, enlisting you to do anything else other than these things here. And so, and that's right. the same thing for a kitten. Also, it's not just for a puppy; it's for a kitten, or even a secondhand kitten or cat, or secondhand, you know, dog. Is that the stress of here? You're in a new house, and what they've gone through to get to that house. There's a lot of stress factors, and like you say, the adrenaline factor. And then all of a sudden, you got a sick dog, and so that's. And I try to tell everybody with puppies for sure, stay out of the big box stores and where dogs congregate, because the puppy system isn't up and going yet their immune system has got to get going correct mm-hmm. okay yes indeed yeah yes, indeed. and so you know uh but anyway so that's yeah that's a craziness and, and then also you know that gives you it gives you time a couple of weeks is plenty of time to read two really short books with big print yes so i always recommend stop the shots by john clifton mm-hmm. and vaccines explained by Lori tojer Yep. They're short and books, easy huge, to read. Yep. Short books, big print. And it basically, because I get a lot of emails from people saying, I just got a new kitten. I don't want to over vaccinate them. What should I do? Well, you need to decide what you want to do because you have to find your own comfort level. It's not right for me to say you should give all vaccines or you should give no vaccines because I'm not the one who's going to have to pay the price for damage caused by the vaccine or damage caused by disease. Uh That would be you. Right. And so that's why they got to do the homework. Another good book is Shock to the System by O'Driscoll, Shock to the System. They want to get more in depth or uh, Natural Immunities. That's another good one, too. By Pat McKay. By Pat McKay. And you can read Natural Immunity. You can read it on Pat McKay's website, which is patmckay.com. Yeah. And you can read the book for free Free. on her website. Yep. Yep, yep. And then that's a due diligence. Don't be a drone. We got to ask more questions in our human when we go see the human doctor, not just be a drone like, okay, fix me, give me a pill, give me a shot, make me better. Uh, you know, know, understand what, you know, what's going on and get input and then make decisions from there. Yep. Okay. Okay. Do we have any callers there? We do. We do have one which we can start with. Okay. Um, we're going to go to Jeff. And um, actually, Jeff has a question that Dr. Jess could probably answer. Okay, sounds good. He has a nine-year-old chihuahua male with a swollen salivatory gland, and the dog has been to the ER, and they're just kind of wondering what the next steps are. Okay. So I don't know if we need to pull him up 
Well, yeah, why don't, you, why don't you pull him up so he can explain a little bit, and okay. then Jess can listen. Okay. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hold on. Whoopsies. No. Okay, Jeff, how you doing? Hi. Good, how are you? Good, good. Dr. Jess is listening, so uh, you want to explain a little bit to her, because when they're going to run to Blake, and then we'll talk to you after the break, okay? Sure. So, go ahead. So, back in March, we noticed that the dog's throat had swelled up a little bit, and we took her to the ER in Oakdale, and they did some tests, and... They didn't know if it was a blocked or swollen salvatory gland. Um, so he was on antibiotics for like six weeks before it finally went down. Right. And since it went down, it periodically will just swell back up for 12, 24 hours, and then it goes back down. Right. Um, originally, when it swelled up, it was the size of a grape. Right. Um, but now it. It's just noticeable because we kind of watch it. Right. And he was on antibiotics, but what would? And he's nine years old, so we don't know if we're hoping to avoid any type of surgery because I think the jugular veins are right around that area. So, um, is there anything that we can do to avoid or okay. be proactive on this? How many pounds is your pupper? Nine. Nine pounds, and you said how old? Nine. Ten? Nine. Nine? Okay. Nine. Yeah. Okay. So Jess got the information, Dr. Jess says. So when we come back from break, then we'll talk, bring Dr. Jess up and she can address your question, okay? So hold on, Dr. Jess. Okay. A single elephant's tooth can weigh how many pounds? A single elephant's tooth. We'll be back. But you want to give the antibiotic time to work and then now you got to put the good stuff back in, correct? Right. Well, the probiotic is not going to cancel the antibiotic. Correct. It's actually vice versa. So. Oh, no, that's what I mean, is that the antibiotic right. kills everything, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And mm -hmm. so now when you come along behind that with the probiotic, that puts more good stuff back into the system. Right, correct? right. You're just hoping to restore the happy bacteria that we all need. The happy. <laughs> there you go. So if you got a question for Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet, give a holler, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Carly, do we have anybody now that the, skin, skin, the screen's blue again, so I don't know. Yeah, so... Um we're done with Jeff? Yeah. All right. So we have Tina who is listening, and Tina is wondering how often does a dog actually have to get vaccinated for rabies? Okay. Uh, Dr. Jess, I'll, did you hear that? Yeah. All right. You're on. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, how often does a dog need to be vaccinated for rabies? Correct. Um, it depends. If the dog has been vaccinated in the past, they're probably going to be immune to rabies for the rest of their life. So then they do not need to be vaccinated again. If you need to show proof of vaccination for the boarding kennel, the groomer, the whatever, um, you could potentially have a titer tested instead of getting the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And the titer basically is an antibody level. So the blood sample would be sent into a lab and it would be evaluated to see how many antibodies does the dog have against rabies. And then there's a level that the laboratory states that if they're above this number, then it means that they're protected. All right. Likely. Okay. Good. Uh, there's also the rabieschallengefund.org to learn more about uh, their, that's a group that is trying to, um, well, not, I don't know if the word is prove, uh, but they've got a group of dogs, and then once a year they run rabies past it. And so far, I think, I think the rabies shot is good for eight years that the, these dogs have had, if I'm not mistaken. 
But anyway, so you can yeah, make- yeah, they're they're trying to to scientifically prove that the rabies vaccine is good for longer than the ma- manufacturer's state. Right, the rabies vaccines have only ever been tested for three years. Right. And so that's why you're told that your dog needs to get a rabies vaccine every three years. If you're if the vaccine manufacturers were going to sell a rabies vaccine that was uh, one time in your dog's life, it would cost twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> and so it's it, it's in their best interest. They say, well, now the vaccine only costs thirty dollars and we want you to get one every three years. Yeah. Yeah. But then it can, yeah, that's a whole new, that's why they got to read, uh, shock to the system, uh, sh- uh, uh, whatever you call it, vaccine. Stop the shots. Stop the shots, mm-hmm. yeah, and vaccine. Vaccine's explained. There you go. I can never remember that one. I don't know why. I just can't visualize that book. I haven't seen the cover of it, and that's probably why. But anyway, do we got anything else? Oh, uh, Carly's on the line. Carly's on the line. But uh, okay, and so now, so in reality, back to what we talked discussing late earlier, as far as when you get that secondhand dog or secondhand cat or or the kitten or the pup, you bring it in, just have the vet go over and have the you know, but don't they say, well, since you're here, we're gonna do the rabies or we're gonna do the the vaccines and this that and the other thing. That be- the better thing to do is just say no, just the the, the ex- give me the exam. And then uh, I'll come back and get whatever vaccines that I decide I want my cat, kitten, or puppy dog to get, correct? Right. And something that's important to note is that on the vaccine insert, so that little piece of paper that cautions the veterinarian to only vaccinate healthy animals, it also says not to vaccinate animals who have parasites. Now, usually what happens is, while your vet does the exam and vaccinates your puppy or kitten, the poop sample is being run in the other room. And then the technician comes back in and says, oh, and your kitten has roundworms. But the vaccine insert says that they should not have been vaccinated because they have worms. Ah. So you can also just say, uh, you know, even if you have had your puppy and kitten for longer than a couple of weeks, you can say, I want an exam. I'm ready to vaccinate, but... I want to get the results of the poop sample first. Oh, nice. I want to make sure that they're negative before we go ahead and vaccinate. Right. Because that is a lot safer. A lot safer. Because when you you use meds to get rid of and chemicals to get rid of the 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 worms, depending on what worms they have, obviously. And then, right. yeah, and then uh, and then you put vaccinations on top of that. It's got to be very toxic to the dog system, is it correct? Or cat system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just overwhelming if they have parasites. And so then you can have very bad reactions. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, uh, Carly's over there laughing. What are we laughing at, Carly? Oh, nothing. Okay. Oh, nothing. So we got other calls? Or? No, we are we have open lines. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, give a holler, 651-641-1071. And once again, Dr. Jess, how can they get a hold of you? Through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. All right. How many cats are you up to now? Just the one. One cat. Wow. I know it's very strange, but she does not really like other cats. Oh, okay, so. okay, yeah. Oh, the, that reminds me. Well, and you got what? F- uh, six dogs now. Six dogs. Yeah, so I got two dogs and five cats. One horse. We're probably even. Yeah, you got more horses. <laughs> oh, I have, I have three horses. There you go. See, I knew it. Or two and a half. Yeah, I, know, I know it all work out. It all work out. But anyway, oh boy, uh, I'll tell you, it's you know, and you know that's why. We, 
one thing I want to, if your cat doesn't get along with other cats, don't get another cat in your house. If your dog doesn't get along with other dogs, folks, don't get another dog. The thing is, is that they're trying to tell you, I'd rather just have you. I don't need, some dogs, are, if they like playing, then get another dog. If a cat likes playing, get another cat. But the cats are harder to blend than dogs are. So that's, but uh, these people think that, well, my dog is shy. I'm going to go get another dog and make it better. The problem is, folks, no, that's not what's going to 